Dan makes you realize how big the Beatles were. Because here yeah. they were. He's still starstruck. Starstruck. <laughs> <laughs> will happen a podcast about the largest beatles music festival in the u.s abbey road on the river celebrating our 20th anniversary may 26th to 30th 2022 i'm melissa one of the organizers of the festival and i'll be talking about all things abbey road on the river held every memorial day weekend in jeffersonville indiana whether you're new to abbey road on the river or you're a festival regular if you love the beatles as much as we do you're in the right place this is something will happen something will happen Let's get started. Hello, everyone who came to the festival. Thanks for coming. I'm here with Gary, and we're going to talk about the festival that just happened, give you a little recap, talk about what went well, and maybe some behind-the-scenes stories of the festival that just happened. So, hey, Gary. Something did happen. Something did happen. Yeah. <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. This is a good one to reflect on compared yeah. to others. Compared to others, yeah. So this has a lot of reflection. The, because it was our 20th anniversary, yeah. it was the biggest festival since 2019. Yeah. So in three years, we've been waiting to come back and do this, you know, blowout festival again. Because yeah. last year they were smaller. And along the way, with the COVID interruptions, and then Penny Lane, and then September, and now now, I was gonna, you know, try to focus on the last two weeks and just talk to people about yeah. everything they saw that and we saw. Yeah, we should do that. Let's. It was a crazy two weeks. Should we walk through it? Yeah. yeah. The, Starting with Loden. So that would have been on the. Uh, we start Loden Monday. 19th, well, on the 19th Friday, 19th. things really got going yeah. fast. Right. And I remember that weekend that we were working around the clock, just whether it was administration, but finalizations or whatever, it was just nonstop. But Monday is when the tents started coming in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think by Tuesday, when we started loading in fence stages, the rest of the tents, which was a massive job, putting yeah. in all those tents. Yeah. Because you got to get the city to come out and make sure that where you're staking everything, you're not hitting irrigation lines, lines yeah. and there's a little delay when you're doing that, and the Department of Homeland Security comes out to check that all the tents are secured and anchored right. So there's yeah. a lot of, you know, bureaucratic, but good bureaucratic yeah. stuff that we go through. It's for safety. Yeah, <laughs> and we're okay with that. Yeah. And, and then we started looking at the weather report on Tuesday, and it's just started out, like, looming over us that we knew. We thought Wednesday was going to be a washout setting up. Yeah. But, yeah, we knew we'd get rained on setting up on Wednesday. But we didn't. We we I, I think didn't. it maybe rained later, but we mm-hmm. we wound up having a good setup day, and the place was just thank goodness because it would have hurt to to lose that day to set up. But yeah. Then, <clears throat> and then Thursday it just rained all day. Yeah, it's it's funny. We've had some bad luck with Thursdays over the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, actually, it didn't even rain all. It did rain all morning, and then. There were thunderstorms looming in the forecast. Right. We had that meeting at about 3.30, all of us. It mm-hmm. still really hadn't rained that hard. Yeah. To decide if we should open or not. And uh, I was leaning towards not opening. Right. But most of you wanted to open. Yeah. And uh, Paul from the city wanted to open. And mm-hmm. 
I figured if he wanted to open, we'll figure out a way to do it. Yeah, well, it's a tough call because of the thunderstorms were supposed to hit at 6, right? right? As we were opening. Yeah, so... We didn't want people to come down there and have to be evacuated. And have to run away, yeah. And we knew (laughs) they were having fun at the hotel, and thank you to Mm -hmm. all the artists that kept everybody entertained all day Thursday. We heard nothing but great remarks. Yeah. Oh, Wednesday night's party at the Radisson. We heard that (laughs) was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We don't get to do those things. Wish we could have come. I know. No, that's great that the Radisson put that on for everyone. But, yes, so we got Thursday off, you know, in the stage B tent. And then it started, there was a huge downpour during Classic Snow. It came out At the of end, nowhere. yeah. It was heavy. Yeah, that was crazy. Everybody got soaked. Yes, they did. But it was tough going to bed Thursday knowing that Friday was going to be not necessarily more of the same. But mm-hmm. we, we were going to be at risk all day. And, and for us, that was... Yeah. I remember one of the stage crew, one of the top guys saying to me on Saturday morning when it finally cleared up, I'm so sick of looking at my phone. <laughs> we were all just, just looking constantly at radar, checking the radar, weather. Radar, radar, yeah. Radar, everybody. For those two days. I think that was that downpour on Friday night at During the Classic Hill, Stone? Oh, no, that was Thursday night. Oh. For the Classic I don't remember. <laughs> Thursday night, the show, they went on and then it had to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That massive rainfall came. Yeah. The, uh, I think it, the audience, I'm sure they're all looking at their phones, but it would be interesting for everybody to realize that there's about 20 of us that are constantly just yeah. staring at weather and making calls, trying to figure it out. Yeah. I think the reason we did, um, I, I remember on ELFO on Friday night, mm-hmm. I wanted to delay. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, looking at the radar, this thing's going to blow through. And then we can get a great show off at maybe closer to 10. And I didn't want to lose that show, mm-hmm. uh, even though I knew Queen was going on after that. But Josh kept saying to me, uh, looking at the uh, the uh, the wind gauge on top of the stage, he goes, look, look, there's no wind. He said, so it's going to be some rain. We can deal with rain. It's not going to be thunder and lightning. And it was at that moment I said, okay, let's keep moving forward with as close to the schedule as we can. Yeah. And that show was awesome. That show was great. Yeah. I think you were in it. I was in it, yes. I had a cameo conducted. It's funny how that came about. Yeah, fake conducted. That was fun. But then let's talk about Saturday and what happened. Well, Saturday started out so busy. The way I don't remember ever being that busy other than back in the early days on the Belvedere. Mm -hmm. Because we don't get in Jeffersonville a huge walk-up because we do a much bigger advance mm-hmm. these days than we and used to. The customers who travel in. And just people who like to buy their tickets early on online. Sure. Because there was the Wave 3 discount codes all and deals, stuff like yeah. that. But man, they were lined up all the way down to market. Yeah. And uh, I hadn't seen that in so long. It, it actually, <laughs> I forgot how to manage it. But we did it. We got it done. Yeah. But I, I know that yeah. you and I never really got caught up until maybe sometime Sunday. We were always <laughs> trying to get caught up because of what the weather had done to us. And then the craziness of Saturday. Saturday was nuts. Should we tell a behind-the-scenes story about Saturday? Well, Friday we knew the planes were going to be in trouble. We, oh, right. know, we were watching that very carefully. So and flights from the East Coast were being delayed and canceled 
Right, Jason got canceled on Friday night already. Yeah. Coming out of New York. So we knew there was going to be problems with Tommy. Yes, and Tommy's crew, yeah, banned, and he was flying in on Saturday. So we knew their flights might be. He had 13 people flying in from different places in the country. And some were flying in Friday, and they all got delayed and canceled. Right. We were like, how are we going to bring in 12 or 13 13. people on Saturday for 8 o'clock show? So that was stressful. So that ruined my Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we were looking at our phones all day, looking at flights. <laughs> right. And we were on text messages with Ryan all day, who oh was gosh. monitoring Tommy's people. And then even like we had a uh, a, a limousine company mm-hmm. set to pick up Tommy, and they yeah. just had to bail because it wasn't coming in. I think we wound up picking Tommy up in a 1965 <laughs> Mazda or something. I don't know if it was 65, no. but... They didn't make Mazda's yes. in 65. Yeah. I don't know. It was a Dodge Dart. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. It's a miracle, everybody, that Tommy got on stage. It was, we it just was want to tell stressful. you that. Yes. He, but, <laughs> but it happened. When did he actually land? Five-ish? I'd say 5.30. Yeah. They were baggage claim, I think, at 5.30. Yeah. That might not sound like a big deal to people, but his show was scheduled for 7.45. 7.45. And that means no sound Pick checks, up your line bags checks. to get yeah. to the hotel, or right. to get over here. Set up all the sound equipment. He had been deplaned twice. Yeah. A lot of our customers were on that same flight, too, I think, coming out of New York. I heard from some other people about that. But he just, his team were just professionals from top to bottom. No hassle, no drama. Mm -hmm. They got on stage, and he started playing, and he owned that audience. Yeah. Yeah. He did. They put on a great show. They put on a great show. Yeah. I'm uh, and he I'm was like a great. full day of travel. Full day. It must have been like 12 hours of But traveling. because it was late, you know, another disappointment due to the weather and, and then the flights get, and the flights being delayed was because of weather in other places. Right. Yeah, yeah. We're then, always Then the Classic Stones get back show got on late. Mhm. And we had to stop at at 12:40 a.m. But meanwhile, going yeah. on all over the site was amazing concerts, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there were so many. So many. Yeah. I watched the newbies show on Friday. I didn't see a lot of shows, but I did see the newbies entire show on Friday. Yeah. And it was tremendous. I then, then fast forwarding Cheryl Rouse on Sunday. Cheryl I watched Rouse that was whole show. Amazing. And Soul Shadow was awesome. I only heard sets. Soul Shadow, but that was enough. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause, laughs> that's all. We, that's all we need. Hearing his voice was. You're like, like, is that the is recording? Roger Plant here? Yeah. Roger, I, I just say Roger Plant again. That's funny. Robert. Plant. Robert Plant. Yeah. We we've been confusing Roger Dalton and Robert Plant. Not really, but just making a joke out of it. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, he uh, Kevin Canifax can sing. That was great. The Petty Hearts put on some awesome shows. Jukebox. Jukebox was great. Always amazing. Their shows with Mark Byer were great. Yeah. Um, and you know the Black Ties. Black Ties had a lot of and gigs. Belize, it turning into you know regulars, new fan favorites. Yeah, for sure. We're very lucky that we've met them. Yeah. And Hot Brown Smokedown. Hot Brown Smackdown. Smackdown. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Yeah, on Monday. We've got some nice new bands. We had uh, yeah. Joan was tremendous in her second appearance. Joan, Joan Burton. Burton. Yeah, Aaron. she appeared with a lot of people. Yeah. Erin Hill, awesome. her voice. Oh my gosh. Harp. She was so good. We had so many great women singers at the event. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to say the best was Cheryl Rouse, but she certainly was. Exciting. Oh, she brought, yeah, yeah, she brought it. To, to watch that was great it. to have her. I'm glad we did. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, we had some more local we bands. We had a great and staff. And then ELFO and, yeah. Our staff is all freelance people that have worked for this festival for many years. Yep. And while we meet with them at different times during the year and talk on the phone a lot, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, I don't think we had one group staff meeting this year at all. No. Where everybody was there. We had a Zoom staff meeting, lot, yes. but we didn't have a in-person. No. Well, we did, but I don't know if it was everyone. Right. It's hard to get everyone. Yeah. And, yeah, we did that one night. Maybe that was Friday night at the pavilion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That first night. Um, Oh, I remember that. Yeah, our staff was amazing. You weren't feeling well that night. Now I remember that night. I wasn't. Oh, yeah, I wasn't. (laughs) But Um, we made it through the storm. I hope none of our audience uh, got uh, anything afterwards. We didn't, and that's great. Yeah, I know. I had had the coronavirus two weeks before the festival. (laughs) Fortunately, it was before. Yeah, I know, not the week of. But we had that, did have that staff meeting. But we were always trying to get everybody up to speed. But when they come in, Melanie at the box office and her team and Aaron, they're, they really know the customers and they understand all the mechanics. Yeah. Every year it seems to be um, a little bit better, a little smoother. Yeah. Not a little. Like this one was a, a lot much, better. A much. Yeah. Maybe because we had just done September. And there Maybe. was less time to forget. Yeah, we did do three and events in anyway. one year. So. so everybody was in the groove. Yeah. And and then on the uh, uh, Mendy and her whole beverage team. Yeah. Seamless. Okay. All the bartenders. And all the production Production crew. was great. I mean, Derek and his dad and Stevie and Shannon and C&H. Amber and Josh. Yeah, I've actually said that CNH might have been the least um, uh, drama uh <laughs> people of the whole week they just did it all perfect they just yeah because they do that day in day out they know what they're doing yeah but ryan konikoff and his production company which was a new addition ryan's been with the event for years but it's the first time we brought in some of his stages and that was his screen mm-hmm. on on the big screen on a yes yeah. and his bubble machine and, and confetti <laughs> which really added to the love show it was mm-hmm. awesome well the love show let's was talk amazing. about the love show yeah that was so fun it was big you know, we had that an was idea. We, in September, we proposed to Classic Stone and the Newbies to attempt to do love together. And uh, they were very receptive to it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you participated a lot in helping them plan. I, I didn't have much input into it other than in the ver- very beginning. And uh, they did it. And they yeah. did their own Zoom rehearsals. and Yeah. But then they, they added did. so many additional touches, like the... You, the flags for Ukraine and peace. Yeah, yeah, we were. There was a big debate about back in the USSR if they should even play it, um, if Paul was cutting it from his shows and all this stuff. But they did a good. Has Paul cut it from his shows? I heard that yeah, he did. I didn't know that. Um, but then some other bands played it that weekend, and you know, you can you can either make it. I don't know. It's such a good song in general. It's still part of the Beatles repertoire. So you can't just like pretend it didn't happen, but they made it into a peace song, which was amazing. It was a good homage to like, this song exists, but it's, you know, we're going to talk about peace. Right. So anyway. Gavin. Well, let's talk about the Fab Four too. There was, when Jason finally got in town, which wasn't until. And Jason does. Middle of the night Saturday. And he does the video. Mostly his stock and trade being syncing up the Beatles to the people on stage. Yeah. So we only could really do that for the Fab Four. Mm-hmm. 
although he did it for love a little bit too, but when he was doing it for the Fab Four on Sunday, <clears throat> on the Get Back part, the rooftop songs, I couldn't tell who was singing, if it was the Beatles it or the Fab crazy, Four. It was crazy, because they sounded so authentic. They are the, I don't want to say the best, because we have <laughs> others, but damn, yes, they're good. And, they're good. And Gavin is just great to be, 20 years he's been in the festival. Yeah. Maybe 19, but either way, he's he's a big part of our team. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and having him in the Love Show was was great. Yeah, that was so fun. So, a lot of different bands involved in that show. Yeah, Megan and all the strings. Strings and horns. And Brad S. Brass, Ryan mm-hmm. and Maurice and. Yeah, it's great. But yeah, we're lucky that we we're, we're able to um, have such a talented group of artists who love the event so much. Yeah. It's great. But what are we gonna do next? That's the big question. That's well, probably talk... where we should end it. <laughs> what are we gonna do next? Let's. Acknowledge the circle also, because oh, yeah. they did they did some fun shows. What a bunch of cool guys! They're so funky, yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know, they did a little sequence to their um, Don Danimans. What am I thinking? Advertising jingle. Yeah. He, was, he was a renowned jingle writer. Yeah, I know. Uh, and a, do, a couple of them. Did, did he do plop plop fizz fizz or no, did he the, say it was a friend of his who did it? Well, another original circle another member circle. did it. Yeah, uh, I forgot his name. It's right. Tom, or, I think. Your podcast with Dan was one of the best. That uh, was good. I mean, he just went off. He just was a talker. <laughs> he has great stories. Great memories. Well, the whole way they got together with the Beatles right. was just like all this luck. Right. And it was very cool, and he, he tells them in such like a step-by-step way. Yeah. And then we got into the limo with right, Brian the limo Epstein. Story, right? It was like that was good. <laughs> you could have just said like, then we met him, and right. then he handed me very, a card with their new name. And it was like getting know. into uh, with uh, who's the guy in Austin Powers? He got into the back of the limo with not Doctor Evil, but somebody that was he was a dark. <laughs> he didn't know. It was yeah, you scary don't know for who him. Who's you're sitting talking in to. there in yeah. that suit? Waiting for and me. it's yeah, just intimidating to be yeah, like Brian the manager of the biggest band in the entire world. Yeah. It, it Dan makes you realize how big the Beatles were, because here yeah. they were. He's still starstruck. Starstruck. <laughs> right. And that was only two years into the phenomenon. Yeah. And and he was totally couldn't believe he was with them. Right. Right. I don't even know what's comparable today. There's so many famous bands that you right. can't even pinpoint one. Yeah, if you got into a limo with Harry Styles, you'd think it's cool, but it might not be the memory of the rest of your life. Yeah. And, and, or, or opening for them. This, yeah, they yeah, were great they guys. they were cool. Um, but we, yes, what... Oh, go ahead. We booked them a long time ago also. <laughs> right. We booked Tommy in February of 19. Yeah. To be, perform in <laughs> right. May of 20. Now our contract is uh, back right. fulfilled. Right. Normally it's not doesn't last that long. We did a good job, Melissa. We did, yeah. High five. High five. We <laughs> pulled it off. But let's talk about speaking of contracts. Should we talk oh, about who's coming next year? No, my no. <laughs> <laughs> who's coming next year? Well, we do our we've we've already booked Mickey Dolans and Felix Cavalieri as the uh, Legends tour. Yes. Legends and they've Live. been playing together uh, quite a bit recently, ever since. Um, the, uh, Michael's death, and um, Michael Desmond. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So. But we've had Felix, and, and he's been amazing. Yeah. In what 16, I think. 2016. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and and I had him at 
two rib cook-offs, so I've seen oh, Felix yeah. through the years. Yeah, he just puts out an awesome show. Well, the Rascals songs are the best. And the Rascals so are the believe. So are the believers. So are the monkey songs. I'm <laughs> yeah. a believer. Yeah. They, the monkeys, I, we know that a lot of our audience, a lot of our audience, absolutely adores the monkeys yeah. almost at the level they adore the Beatles. Almost. Right. They love them. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. We're bringing back Brit Beat. Brit Beat. Yep. We, uh, we haven't seen them now since May of 19. Right. We couldn't get uh, make arrangements with them for Penny Lane or 21 or this one. Right. And uh, wasn't sure when and if we'd be able to get things back on track with them. But uh, we've uh, had a lot of great conversations. And they're going to do their big multimedia show. Yeah. Their you video. Know. Yeah. And, their video and light show is going to be awesome. We're going to give it a feature spot. And uh, mm-hmm. we're still working through the schedule. I'm still, you know, as... It's going to take us a while, everyone, to really announce who's coming back. It might not be until September. Um, I don't want to rain on people's parades, but we do have to cut back a little bit on bands. And the reason we have to cut back a little bit on bands is we don't have enough stages. We, We, you know, if you do run into rain or anything else, then you can't get everybody on. And it starts to become, you know, this really unworkable chessboard. We also, this year, had to buy more hotel rooms than ever before for the bands that we had. And the ho- all the hotels are trying to make more money from, because Forecastle is also in Louisville now the same weekend, they're trying to make more money from full attendee rates, and it's hard for us to get a favored nation's band rate. And um, nobody wants to know how the sausage is made on that part, but this was the biggest budgeted event we ever had. Well, by about twenty yeah. percent, so a I, lot of things are inflating a lot. right now. Also, and, and but to, to remain financially sustainable, it's not that we're going to make cuts that are going to be, you know, we're not going to chop it, but we're going to just going to try well, some new things. Try some new things. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to think of it because yeah. there are some things we can improve on. Yeah, maybe we or change. Yeah, well, we you and I have had a lot of good ideas so far, and yeah, I just. Excited to um, at least um, get back in September and start thinking about. Yeah. Know, I think I think a lot of us are going to take a big break though from Abbey Road for a while, mm-hmm. including the fans too. They should. Yeah. <laughs> take the summer off. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to. Thank you, Melissa, for uh, doing this final podcast with me. Thank you, Gary, for doing it. Thanks. I think it's a good wrap up of the whole season, of. Abbey Road and also the podcast because the podcast is also taking a break. You did 21 podcasts, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I'm not continuing this the, for uh, the whole year. For those of you who do need more Abbey Road on the River at different times, go back and listen to the podcasts that you missed. They're fun. Go back and listen to the podcast. You can follow us on all the social media. Um, we have a bunch of videos on YouTube, so if you want to look at anything there. And we'll put up full concerts eventually. We have all the recorded concerts in yeah. full. We will start that Friday night series again in the fall probably and right. put some shows up. Yeah, we should do that. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so a lot of things happened this past weekend on the podcast. Something will happen. But we'll be taking a break, as I said. And in the meantime, you know, everyone should share their photos and with the, you know, hashtag AROTR, go see what everyone else is posting. 
Join the Facebook group. <laughs> Send us your recommendations and tell us what you think went well and what you'd like to see next year. Um, you can go to AROTR.com and find all the links. And when are tickets going to we'll see you soon? Well, I don't know. We'll get we'll let them know. Well, what the thing that people should do to find that out is sign up for our email newsletter, which is on the website AROTR.com. Um, you scroll down to the bottom and you can sign up for our email. And then you'll find out about when tickets go on sale, um, everything that's and everything that's coming up and deals, special deals. Special deals. <laughs> Thanks, All right. Thank you. And we'll see you next year. Thanks for tuning in to Something Will Happen. Remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 26th to 30th, 2022 in Jeffersonville, Indiana. To start making your plans, head over to AROTR.com. There you can see the full lineup of bands that are coming, check out shows we're planning, book your hotels, and grab your tickets while you're there. For the most up-to-date information, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. We'll see you in May. Something will happen.